0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, October 3rd. Let's jump into today's top stories. The Division 1 Council unanimously voted to introduce several proposals for penalties focused on personal accountability in the infractions process. They include publicly naming individuals involved in wrongdoing and creating a public database of coaches with a history of level 1-2 violations, expanding coaching suspensions to include days between contests, expanding disassociation penalties for boosters engaged in rules violations, attaching penalties for schools that employ individuals during a shoka's order. The changes could potentially take effect in January 2024. No actions are final until the council's meeting ends tomorrow. USA Today has released its database of football coaches' salaries, which is topped, unsurprisingly, by Alabama head coach Nick Saban, $11.4 million. He is followed by Clemson head coach Dab O'Swinney, Swinney, $10.88 million, Georgia head coach Kirby Smart, $10.7 million, Ohio State head coach Ryan Day, $10.27 million, former Michigan State head coach Mel Tucker, million, LSU head coach Brian Kelly, $9.9 million, Texas A&M head coach Jimbo Fisher, $9.15 million, Kentucky head coach Mark Stoops, $9.013 million, and Tennessee head coach Josh Heupel and Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin, $9 million. In the top 10. USA Today's Paul Meyerberg compiles his own list of the college football's most overpaid coaches based on buyout figures and or salaries as a function of success. His list starts with Texas A&M head coach Jimbo Fisher and includes Houston head coach Dana Holgerson, who has a $14.8 million buyout as of December 1, Indiana head coach Tom Allen, Cal head coach Justin Wilcox, $20.7 million buyout, and Florida head coach Billy Napier. Also from Meyerberg are the most underpaid coaches, including Colorado head coach Dion Sanders, Washington head coach Kalen DeBoer, Fresno State head coach Jeff Tedford, Marshall head coach Charles Huff, and New Mexico State head coach Jerry Kill, Knight Commission CEO Amy Privet-Perko said, when it comes to football coaching salaries at the top level, university presidents decided that they would follow the pro model. Everything else is structured in a different model. And frankly, that's what's causing the model to rip apart at the seams. Even at Blue Blood Basketball Schools Football is King, USA Today's Tom Shad and Steve Berkowitz observe, noting that Power 5 public schools will pay their football head coaches an average of $6.2 million this year, a 14.3% increase from 2022, among schools that were in the Power Five in both years. They write, it's also nearly double the average salary, $3.35 million, that those same schools paid their head coaches in men's basketball, in 2022-23, they note. Even at Kentucky, where men's hoops head coach John Calipari is due to make $8.5 million this year, making him the sports' highest-paid coach, Wildcats football head coach Mark Stoops outpaces him with a salary of over $9 million. In comparing men's basketball and football head coach salaries at the 15 programs that have won a men's hoops title since the tournament expanded in 1985, only two, Arizona and Connecticut, pay the men's basketball head coach more than the football head coach. Florida State will add women's lacrosse as a varsity sport with competition set to begin during the 2025-26 academic year. Seminole's AD Michael Alford notes, Lacrosse is the fastest-growing college sport nationally and it is evident that our culture and community will enthusiastically embrace it. Lacrosse provides another opportunity to compete at a championship level. As a club team at FSU, women's lacrosse has a proven culture of excellence and achievement. In hearing from both current and former players, their passion and input throughout this process was constructive and helpful in our decision-making. The College Basketball Players Association has filed a complaint with the NLRB against the Ivy League alleging that the conference has misclassified student-athletes as amateurs rather than professionals. CBPA founder slash former Minnesota Regent Michael Sue said, the Ivy League is a Division 1 conference of private schools that doesn't allow athletic scholarships. They have existed as long as the term student-athlete has been around. This misclassification is 70 years old and needs to be looked at thoroughly front office sports amanda Kristovich reports that by targeting conferences and the ncaa in addition to schools advocates hope to invoke the joint employer doctrine they're inviting the nlrb rule that multiple entities employ college athletes including private entities like conferences which are under the nlrb's purview The Tourist Development Tax, TDT, in Orange County, Florida, totaled roughly $22.1 million in August, down 5.6% year-over-year, and the Orlando Sentinel's Stephen Hudak submits that the trend toward smaller collections after 14 months of record hauls may force commissioners to scrutinize more closely the five projects on today's agenda, including a proposed $400 million in renovations to Camping World Stadium and potential support for UCF's Athletics Village. Hudak also notes the board is not expected to make any decisions today but still could. Thank you for tuning in to the evening standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, October 3rd. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.